The opinions and views expressed in this podcast do not reflect the views of HTT Media Group. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, lovelies, and thanks again for tuning in to Listen Closely. If you haven't already, please follow me on Facebook, where I'll be posting all things related to the topics of each episode, as well as merchandise and many other different things. So without further ado, please sit back, relax, and listen closely. my lovelies so last week we kind of took a break from the history slash storytelling uh that we've been doing the first one we did all of second one we did the courthouse fire and that third one we kind of just took that break uh but now we're gonna get back into it with this fourth one which is the infamous bragg road or what they also call ghost road or the saratoga lights or i mean there's several different names there's many names yeah. yeah Okay, so obviously, if you are from this area, you know Bragg, Texas was one of those old mill towns. It was named after General Braxton Bragg, who was a Confederate general in 1901. Um, By 1903, Bragg had a hotel and depot to accommodate travelers to and from Saratoga. There uh, are some kind of, like, things that... There was a sawmill there. I mean... We, we talked about this many times, that this area was sawmill-like capital. Um, but there's kind of some different accounts. Some say that Kirby had a sawmill out there, which I could not find anything on Kirby actually having a uh, sawmill out there. That's that's John Henry Kirby. If if you're from this area, you you know when I say Kirby. Absolutely. But if you're not, he's he's a big name around here. And we'll probably eventually talk about him. Uh, because he's one of those big names, like, he built this area. But, supposedly he had a sawmill. I couldn't find anything on that. And then there was a Williams Gunsenderg or Berg or something. Gunsenferderf. Anyways, a name I really can't say. We're just going to say Winston. Williams. Williams. Or WG. <clears throat> yeah, let's just use WG. WG sawmill. In any case, there was definitely a sawmill there. I don't know who owned it. That burned about two years later, but the town was actually saved by the railroad to and from Saratoga, which we all know Saratoga is still around right now. But it was actually uh, another mill town that ended up kind of going under, but also was saved thanks to the oil boom that happened there. Um, Bragg never really fully bloomed, however, because, well, history thinks because it was too close to Koontz. Do you know about how many miles it was from Koontz? Um, I would say, so I know that when we turned down 770, we were about seven to eight miles away, I want to say. You are very close. It's about 10 miles away. 10, okay. So you're very close. Uh, The post office did end up closing in 1914. And by 1934, the railroad removed all of its tracks 
because the uh, actual Hardin County bought it outright as a uh, right-of-way to get to Saratoga. Okay. So that's when they pulled up the tracks from that line. Um, so we're going to get into the ghost. All about the ghost. All about the ghost. All right. Uh, so there are many, many, many different accounts on what these lights actually are. So if you don't know, the stretch from Bragg to Saratoga, or actually it's kind of like a Honey Island, Saratoga. Right. Because it's a straightaway. Um, it's an eight-mile stretch. And when you go down that road, you literally have a sign that I believe says, um, what does it say? Bragg Scenic Highway. Yes. It's like, it. it's so I believe it's part of the big thicket. Yes. Which actually doing some research on another story I saw in some really old newspapers. I want to say it was like in the 30s, 70s. I, I really don't know. I, I was researching something else. But there was actually a huge group like trying to get uh, Bragg saved because the Hardin County wanted to remove all the trees. And a lot of people said, no, we don't want that. We want Bragg to remain exactly how it is. Like, uh, you know, bunch of forest and, I mean, we're, we're a very diverse ecosystem. So, actually it says the Ghost Road Scenic Drive, Hardin County Park, eight mile drive there you go that's what it says i knew it was something close so so if you go down this road at night i don't know about during the day i kind of know about during the day we'll get to that but if you go down this road at night and some accounts say you park your car uh there will be a ghost light that comes through and it'll either pass through the vehicle or some say it'll just stay in the distance there are different accounts on this um, others have reported that the ghost light uh, messes with your vehicle. It will just turn it off to where it's dead. Uh, one person told me that they had a flat tire, which I can't exactly account as the ghost because that uh, road is pretty rocky. But that's what they said. So I'm just telling you, I'm relaying the message. Um, so what do you think the light is? So I've heard multiple accounts and you know, it's funny cause obviously the big one around here is that it is the, the guy who was the conductor who lost his head. So the story is, and I don't, you know, I there don't know. was a railman, one a of the railman, guys yes, that worked on the I mean, rail, not the conductor who was, uh, on the side at the time doing, uh, pulling the switch right. for the tracks. Right. Supposedly, a train came through at such a high accelerated speed to where they couldn't stop and they didn't see him, and they cut off his head. I think it's funny you say that because, so, in getting to the studio to record this, we literally watched that happen. So, there is a train that runs... In we the, didn't watch a guy get no, decapitated. No, 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 not, not a guy get decapitated. <laughs> but we have a big train that runs through our town, and it's... Uh, it's a it's a local thing. Like everybody, there's even a Facebook page for that train. But uh, we literally watched a dude do the switches, right? Um, as the because right where the train is is a switch station, and so he was literally off pulling the switch to mm -hmm. let the train go to the other track. So yeah, uh, that's kind of ironic. Yeah, that uh, it just happened to be today. Yeah, <laughs> but so. According to that story, 
he is said to be his ghost is said to be out wandering with an old uh, oil lantern. And that's what the light is because he's still searching for his head. Right. Uh, That's one account. Um, um, Many others have also attributed the ghost lights to swamp gas. Uh, If you don't know in that area, there are some swampy areas. Um, It's part of the big thicket. We have swamps. We have a dense forest. We have... Almost, it almost feels like a rainforest kind of feel. We we're not a rainforest by any means, but it. I mean, with the humidity and the rain, and especially right now. I mean, we're having some rain today, and this week, um, it can feel like it. Uh, side note: I do want to. I do want to point this out because it it just agitated me so much. Destination X. The Josh Gates. Uh, show. Yes. Oh my gosh. I know I'm going to get sidetracked a little bit. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so Josh Gates and his crew uh, filmed this area. And part of that show, okay, I don't get me wrong. I absolutely, I used to watch his shows religiously from Destination Unknown to uh, that ghost show they had. I used to watch them. I like, I love that show and him. He's just so funny. They said that we had deserts here and i i mean i've lived here basically my whole life i've never seen a desert it's kind of it's kind of too humid for a desert they also the way they made it sound they said that we had bears what else red wolves yes um and all kinds of different diverse things but they made it seem like that's an everyday struggle for us like we see them on the daily and I've never right. seen a bear here. I mean, I, I, I mean, know, I know they're here. Black bears are here. I know right, that. Right? Yeah, they are here. Especially in like the big thicket, like in that spot. I know for sure. Yes, we have them. We just don't want people thinking this is Colorado, and you're going to see a bear like sitting a on the side of the road. Bear crossing. Yeah. Like, like we don't, we don't even have bear crossing signs. Not that I've ever seen. We have like, deer crossing. Yeah, we have plenty of deer crossing signs. But, but no, no bear crossings or red fox, red wolf, whatever. And, uh, and cougars. I mean, we used to, at the one point, we did have a bunch of cougars at the time. Right. Again, I've never seen one. That's another story uh, for the sightings of the one that is here. But, I'm sorry. I'm just, it it, it irked me. No, and, and, and I understand completely. Um, there's, there's something to say about giving, and, and we're not, okay, so I want to go ahead and disclaimer this, saying that we're not saying they're giving inaccurate information, but we're saying growing up here, like I grew up here just like she did. We've been all around this this place and like her, I have never seen any deserts or um, we do have now. I will say this. He, he talked about swamps. We do have swamps, Yeah, we have swampy uh, areas. but they're not like this is more inland than like if you go to Orange and stuff, you'll see yeah. a lot more swampy area. I mean, they have like the the rivers and like you know, those swamps right because right. they're closer to louisiana right um did you tell them why the name of the city was bragg texas yeah at the very beginning oh did you i i wasn't paying attention general braxton bragg in yes. 1901 but you, when it became about oh okay okay um so i'm sorry back to back to the original uh so let's see we said it was the headless uh railman it was swamp gas Another um, theory is that it is simply 
the headlights on each end of the road that you're seeing as cars are passing. Yes. And I've actually got a extra theory for you that I've heard before. Okay. And it's kind of funny. So the reason I brought up General Braxton Bragg is because somebody once told me that it is the, like, depending on where you go, like, during the day or during the night, mm-hmm. it is the sunlight or moonlight hitting the tip of his sword. Huh. That, <laughs> now, you have to understand like, something. Like his ghosts? Like, yes. So he's, like, holding right. the he's saber. He's holding his saber up. up. And it's, but, now, you have to understand, to my knowledge, and, and I'll uh, I'll look through this because I'm actually looking through his, uh, his some of his information as we speak, to my knowledge, he never actually came through this area of Texas. But, um, and that's what I'm looking at now. So, I don't know how believable that one is, but the general population believes the switch, the switch card guy. And Well, the ones that, that are more prone to believing in ghosts believe that story. Correct. Um, and here's why. Because the headlights theory... It is a very good theory, and at this day and age, yes, some of the lights being seen can be accounted as those cars passing by. Yes. However, these stories actually go back all the way to the 1900s. Right. In the 1900s, there were no cars. Right. Not to the extent that we have, and they certainly weren't LED lights or anything like that. And then there's the question that's raised, and maybe, you know, maybe it's a trick of the mind, but... Uh, and I know you've seen it, like I've seen it, how the lights tend to, like, come forward and then back. Like, they move. Like, right. they're very fluid. And that also doesn't account for the people who said that they're, the light has gone through their vehicles. Right. Uh, a car is obviously not going through your vehicle. Correct, yeah. So, that, again, can't account for it. But then that goes back to that swamp gas theory. That, mm. that people say that it's swamp gas. Um. The next theory, which actually kind of plays into the 1900s, because like I said, they've been seeing this light since the 1900s. Right. So the locals back then believed that it was the spirits of the Indians who once inhabited this area. That would make sense. They believe that because they were, you know, forcibly relocated, that the Indians put a kind of curse on the area and... That that's that's what the lights are, right? And something that I would, because if I'm, and maybe you can correct me on this, but down that strip was where the Bragg Hotel was, correct? So I haven't been able to actually say where the Bragg Hotel was. Um, it wasn't that long ago that it was actually torn down. So right. some others who remember can tell us where it was. Yeah. Uh, since I never really looked into it and I've never went until this year, I unfortunately was not able to see the Bragg Hotel nor where it was located. Right. And, and as that, as that disclaimer, uh, retracts, I'm going to go ahead and say a big part of this is, and this is why we kind of leave this open because we want you to go check these places out. Oh yes. Like, you know, we're giving you the information that we know, but we want you to go and find what, out for what, yourself yeah. like if you see the lights maybe you see something different that i've seen right or maybe you know you've seen something completely different now actually i'll expand on that a little bit i had a um a science teacher uh back in the day who said she saw the lights but she also saw something else down that way 
Oh. Um, I don't want to get too much into it because it's her story, and I, okay. I haven't really asked permission or anything. You know, thankfully, I'm not giving her name or anything. Right. But uh, she said her and her group of friends who went out there saw a very large, hairy creature, oh. possibly a Bigfoot, Oh. on that road. That's pretty cool. And she said, I believe, if I remember correctly, she said it scared her so much she won't go back down that way. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So now we have bears and red wolves and Bigfoots. and <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they didn't say anything about the Bigfoots, but... yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the theories. Uh, we did go down there ourselves during the day and, uh, we did see something. We did. Um, that video, cause I'm not going to tell you what we saw. I mean, it's kind of the, you have to see it to believe it kind of things. So that video, I did thankfully get video and pictures. So that will be uploaded on Monday. Uh, so this is, this will be Saturday's episode. We're going to air, we're going to post it on Monday. Right. And then I also went back with my father a couple days later at night. And again, we saw something. Um, Luckily, his vehicle has a GPS in it. So we were able to Mm. see how far and close we were to the road. So as we got closer to one side of the road, because we entered through the Saratoga side and went down to the Honey Island, like towards Honey Island. And we saw when we were closer to the road. So when we would see a light quickly flicker... We knew, okay, yes, that for sure is a headlight. Um, but that doesn't account for everything we saw. Because sometimes the light was, uh, it would like slowly dim to brightness and then dim back down to really dark to nothing. Car lights don't do that. And I'm going to go ahead and retract my statement because looking looking in on this more, he, uh, Bragg did go to Galveston. Yes. So he, uh, he was around this area. So I'm going to, uh, and actually he was an inspector for railroads. So. So maybe his, uh, sword theory isn't that Maybe it's not outlandish. outlandish. But. He's just checking on his, uh, work. Because it says here, it says that moving to Texas, he was appointed the chief engineer of Gulf, Colorado, and Santa Fe Railway in July 1874, but within a year, disagreements with the board of directors over his compensation caused him to resign. He remained in Texas as an inspector of railroads. So guess what that uh, railway was that went from Bragg to Saratoga? Oh, which one? The Gulf, Colorado, and Santa Fe Railway. Was it? Yep. Looky there. So it all adds up together. So more than likely, he was the one that inspected those railroad tracks. I'm, I, I mean, I'm not saying that for certain, but I'm telling you that that's, that's kind of ironic, you know? <laughs> See what you can do when you, like, actually read? I love it. I mean, just, just look up. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, we will go down, like, we just, like, kind of push you just a little bit down those uh, those holes, and you just you just got to, like, dive straight in. That's it. I mean, it's it's so fascinating, especially around here. Like, you would never think we have so much, like... When, like I said, when I was reading on some other story, I'd find something else. I'm like, oh, I gotta, you know, I gotta remember that. I gotta write that down. And then I'd go on something else. And then, like, I just kept falling down different little rabbit holes. Okay. So this woman, then let me tell you about my blushing, beautiful bride. Like, there are times I come home and she'll be sitting on the bed and there will be books 
everywhere. It's kind of like that uh, <laughs> that laptop. that meme picture. I think it's of like the uh, the Always Sunny Philadelphia guy, yes. where he's just like you know, there's like a right. whole wall of like papers and he's got, like, everywhere, the yarn and, the and then pins. yeah, and he's just like you know, like hold on, wait a minute, let me let me explain this out to you. Right, it all connects. And she'll just be writing away a storm, and you're like, "What are you doing?" And, but and she's I want and I want to tell him so bad, but I'm trying to not tell him too much ahead of these uh, uh, uh these podcasts. Yeah, so that's another thing y'all need to understand. I don't know what she's going to talk about. Other than he'll, Other he'll than know what he knows, like subject. Bragg Road. You yes. you knew about Bragg Road before I even said anything, right? Which actually, the Bragg Hotel that is no more is actually said to have been haunted too. Really? So that's why I asked about that. Yeah. So supposedly the uh, Bragg Hotel used to be haunted, and the story I remember somebody telling me was that it was the typical story that a woman was waiting for her beloved to come back. Right. Um, I don't remember where he was or anything. It's been so long, but she was waiting for him, and then she got word that he. I believe had somehow gotten killed. Right. So, uh, being distraught, she went and committed suicide. Oh wow! Only to find out that his that her beloved had actually not died, and he might have survived. Oh wow! And she she killed herself. Well, and you've got to think this is this is you know Civil War era when this stuff was going on. Yes. So that's kind of believable. Like because in in Civil War era, if you were an able-bodied man or or teenager that was a, a male, you went to war. Like that's how it was, um, and so that's not too far of a stretch about you know them going to war and then you know the the woman waiting on him, mm-hmm. um, and the way that they normally, if I'm if I remember correctly, the way they found out that you know somebody had passed away or something was usually by letter. Um, either that or... Or they showing up, they, they, I yeah. believe, but... Like, they would have, um, I think it's, there's a whole rank thing involved that they would come to your door and let you know that, just like they did back in the 60s and, and 70s with, right. you know, with the dog tags and stuff. So, but. they're, with it being brag and the lights, and I mean, like I said, this has gone on since the 1900s that these stories have been out. Right. Uh, to this day, we still don't know 100% what these lights are. No. Uh, like I said, some say it's those swamp lights, swamp gases, car lights, headless man. And you know, it's crazy because these guys, like there have been scientists. Oh yeah. Like they've had several write-ups in our new paper in local, national, like I said, with the Josh Gates and his crew, like it's been covered. And nobody can 100% say, yes, I got it. It's this. Yeah. Because nothing adds up. You know, it might account for some things, but not everything. Right. And I've even seen to where people are now going out there with thermal scanners. And like, and they, in fact, they had one on the, on the show where they're going out there with thermal scanners trying to figure this out and they cannot figure it out. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's different. Like I said, it, and it, it keeps you guessing. Yeah. Because, like I said, when me and my father went, we're like, okay. And I'll tell you straight up, we saw a light behind us. Never in front of us. So we were, like I said, from the Saratoga going to Honey Island side. Right. We never saw a light in front of us, but we always saw one behind us. Okay. Thinking it was a car, because this is eight miles like long. Right. 
So for us to be on the Honey Island side, there's no way we can see headlights from all the way eight miles away from us. Right. So we're like, okay, it's a car. So if we turn around, we'll catch up to him. Like, yeah. turn around, go back through, we'll catch up to him. Mm-hmm. We never had a car come. A car never met us at any point. So then we're thinking maybe it's, you know, some locals on four-wheelers kind of messing with us or something. Because, I mean, I, I would do that. I would be that person to, you know, because there, there are houses down that road. I would be the person to, you know, have like a little flashlight, you know, clicking it on and off and just really screwing with people. But with at that day, it was uh, it had just rained that day and there were no fresh tracks. Like no, you know, you know, you know, the ruts that four wheelers uh, make, especially on wetter roads. Right. And there there was none. Yeah. So and again, that doesn't account for it to be dim to bright back to dim. Yeah. So cars don't do that. Swamp gases, I've never seen swamp gases, so I don't know. But it still doesn't add up to a light going through cars. Yeah, that one eludes me. Like I I just and that never happened to me because all the lights I've ever seen never got close enough. But there are countless of people who say that the car that the light goes through the cars. And that's you know because I've heard people say that time and time again, and it's been multiple sources that have told me that. And these are people that, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say it. They're not crazy. Like they're normal people that have been out there and said that this has happened. So it's, it, that's unexplainable to me. I I don't know, but I'm not saying it didn't happen. That's one thing. (laughs) But by all means, I mean, everybody who lives in this area has to go at least once. Yeah. It's a tradition. Like you, you have to go, even if you see absolutely nothing. It's just, you can say, I went to Bragg Road. And I'm going to tell you something. And spoiler, the day that we went, that was my first time going. Yeah, it was both of our first times. Yeah. I mean, we grew up, and most people go when they're like in, in their, high school. In high school, in their yeah. teenage years. I'm I'm 32 years old, and that was my first time to ever go to Bragg Road. I mean, I'm not 32, but <laughs> it was my first time still. So, but, I mean, and it was, it was, it was a definitely, we saw something and it was definitely an adventure, but you're going to have to, uh, check out the video to see that on Monday. Yeah. Yep. On Facebook. Yeah. On Facebook at HTT. Listen closely. Yes, ma'am. Anyways, that's all for Brad Road, Saratoga lights, ghost lights. Uh, it goes by many, many different names, but you've heard about it. You've now learned about it. Now go experience it yourself, and always remember to listen closely.